I'm Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I'm chatting with Susie Black and introducing her great new book. Susie, would you like to introduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Absolutely. Hello, everyone. My name is Susie Black. I am a new author. Uh, my debut book, Death by Sample Size, will be released for publication next week, which I'm very excited about. And um, I'm very happy to have the opportunity to uh, tell you all about it. Wow, releasing next week. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It's, um, it's been a journey, uh, some of it arduous and some of it uh, very exciting. But um, I am over the moon at the uh, concept of uh, having my book published. Uh, as a fellow writer, I get that. It's just an absolute roller coaster of emotions when you're getting ready to release a book. You're, you're excited it's over. You're thrilled that people are going to read it. But you're also like, oh my gosh, are people going to like it? <laughs> yes, I was just having that conversation with my, my son. And I said, you know, this is like showtime next week. And I said, uh, now it's all very real. So oh. we're going to see. But uh, <laughs> so far, I've, I've uh, had some very, very good reviews. I've had a number of five-star reviews, uh, which have been extremely exciting to see. So I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that um, my book will, will be well received. Having read a little bit of an advanced copy of it, uh, truth be known, snoops and sleuths, <laughs> I can say that I love how the opening, the opening lines of it alone are enough to catch your attention. Well, thank you. Um, I uh, have written, all of my, my stories are based on my experiences. Uh, truthfully, the main character is me <laughs> in real life <laughs> with some poetic license. Uh, uh, my, let's hold off on that because that's actually one of my questions for later in the show. Oh, certainly. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's get into the questions, shall we? Is any of your writing inspired by your actual life? All of it. <laughs> it isn't that always, almost always the case with, uh, with authors? We can't help but put some of ourself into it. You know, I, I think that that is true. I had um, the opportunity of a lifetime to meet um, a couple of authors that I, I read. Harlan Coben came to my area and gave a speech. And afterwards, he was gracious enough to sign people's books and chat with them. And uh, I, I have to describe the scene because Mr. Coben is an extraordinarily tall man. He played basketball in college. I, in my stocking feet, are four foot nine inches tall. So we looked utterly ridiculous together. And <laughs> bent in half to shake my hand. And when he asked me if I was an author, I said, well, I'm an aspiring one because at the time I hadn't been published. And I said, do you have any advice? And he said, yes, my advice is keep writing no matter what. 
And always ask yourself, what if? And I never forgot that. Oh, that's some, that's some great advice and answers my second question. Any advice for those who want to write their own cozies or just want to write in general? I do. Write what you know, because the, the reader can sniff out a phony two paragraphs in. If you don't know what you're talking about, you better find out. That's my advice. Not to say that you can be an expert on anything, but if you're writing a historical romantic thriller and it takes place in Russia, you better do your homework. Absolutely. And like with my book, Sparks of Suspicion, I have no idea what it's like to live on a ranch. So I have, Google has been like my best friend for figuring out ranch life and all that stuff. Well, you're, you're smart to do that. Now, my, my books all take place in the ladies apparel industry, which is my background. Uh, I, my career has been spent as a sales executive in uh, the ladies swimwear business for the most part. And my main character is a sales executive for a swimwear company. And uh, the book takes place in the Los Angeles garment district. And all of the, the, the books in, in the Holly Swimsuit mystery series take place in that area so far. Oh, that sounds exciting. What was it like to be in the, the apparel industry? Well, I, I got started by accident. I, um, I was visiting my family and my dad was a sales rep and uh, there was a trade show and he had a, a family emergency and he called me while I was visiting. I had just graduated from college and he said, I, I, I need help. Can you come to Atlanta? My parents lived in Miami. And I'm thinking, and you want me to help you? What are you kidding? But you know, it's my dad. And I said, okay. So he gave me about five minutes experience uh, of how to be a salesman and left for three days. And there I am dealing with his customers thinking, oh boy. But they were very nice. Uh, it was in Atlanta, Georgia and Southern people were very hospitable and understood that I really didn't know what the heck I was talking about, but it <laughs> sounded good. And at the end of the market, when he came back, he offered me a job. And I became a traveling sales lady in the deep south. And there were no women who did what I did. Uh, I used to walk into stores and they would say, you're the what? And I used <laughs> to say, well, I'm, I'm your new sales rep. And they would say things like, what kind of daddy you have, girl, let you do a job like that. <laughs> And I would say, well, you know, I work for him. So I guess one that is going to make him a lot of money. And I did that for four years. And then one of the companies that we represented brought me back to California. And uh, as it turned out, I became his boss. Now that was very interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. It was, but for the most part, I have worked in an industry as a woman uh, that is very male dominated. And 
it was in the beginning, thank goodness, I, I had a, a mentor like my dad who believed in me and instilled in me the, the concept that it didn't matter what you were, man or woman, if you do the job, you're going to succeed. And I always felt that way. And I, and I tried to put that voice into the books that I write. Um, the main character in my book, Holly Schlipnick, is a, is a very, uh, very forceful person in, in the sense that she doesn't put up with a lot of baloney from anybody. And I, I think that if I had a, a message to all readers, and, and I would say that the lion's share of my readers are going to be women, if there are younger women, my hope is that they will see in that voice that they can succeed at anything if they put their mind to it. And they shouldn't let anybody tell them that women don't do this or girls don't do that because that is baloney. Oh, that's great. So do you have a favorite character or would you get in trouble with your other characters? Oh, the heck with them. My favorite character is Holly. <laughs> But if I had a second favorite character, it would be the murder victim, uh, Bunny Frank, because Bunny was universally disliked. There is, there was no shortage of um, potential murderers in this story. Um, there was a line uh, in the, I think in the very first chapter, where it said, the question wasn't, who wanted Bunny Frank dead? The question was, who didn't? <laughs> oh, that's a great line. Thank you. I, uh, it's actually my favorite line in the entire book. <laughs> and I actually understand with having kind of your favorite character be the, the victim, because I'm currently working on the third book in my series. And my victim is kind of like uh, like yours, where, like you said, the question is who wanted him dead? It was who wanted him alive. Right. And it's just kind of like, aren't those the best kind of victims you want to put in a cozy mystery? Because those seem to cause the hardest mystery to solve. Yes. Well, I, I think that if, if, for me, I think the, the most difficult murder victim to write about would be the one that quote unquote, seemingly doesn't have any enemies. True. Because it's but like, well, someone true. hated him enough to kill him. <laughs> well, uh, yes, but I, I think that it would be the, the author's uh, job layer on little by little that gee whiz once you peel back the veneer this wasn't such a hotsy totsy person after all and maybe they have secrets and they were really not very nice but knew how to hide it well but without any conflict you don't have much of a story true true so do you have an author who's most influenced your writing well you know, I, I would have to say um, the late, great uh, Joan Hess. Uh, Joan Hess is, was a, um, a writer from Arkansas, and she had two different series, and she uh, wrote 
in a very, um, I don't want to say sarcastic because that would give you the wrong idea, but for lack of a better word, she, she had a definite style to her voice and she made me laugh out loud. And uh, I, I decided that there's enough sadness in the world. If I could make people laugh, then I have um, really done my job. So I would say Joan Hess would be the, the person who influenced my writing the most. I'm going to have to look this author up. That's one of my favorite things about this question. I always end up with a new author that I have to look up. Well, she, she wrote two different series. One, um, don't ask me the name of the series anymore. However, I can describe them. One uh, takes place in, in a town that sounds like Bentonville, Arkansas. And uh, the woman, the, the, the protagonist is a widow with a smart alecky teenage daughter and the woman owns a bookstore. And she's very nosy and there are a lot of murders in this little town. The second one, which I absolutely adored, um, took place in another smaller Arkansas town. And the protagonist is a woman who is the sheriff of this town. And I will tell you that Anybody in Arkansas probably cringes reading that book because they're 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 not very well depicted. <laughs> they have the, Joan has brought out bigotry. She brought out small town religion. I mean, it was remarkable, but she did it in a way that you couldn't really be too annoyed with her because it was just so darn funny. <laughs> Oh, both of those sound really interesting. So if you and your main character sat down for coffee, what kind of drink would your character get? Would she get a latte? Would she get a just black? <laughs> My character would take strong coffee black. Ooh. My character is not a namby-pamby. <laughs> she is, uh, she's one tough cookie in a lot of ways. And uh, she likes her coffee black <laughs> and strong. So she definitely wouldn't be one of those people taking up line, taking up the line at the Starbucks with the soy vanilla latte. <laughs> right, or, or pouring uh, all the sugar in and, and uh, putting in, and when they, you know, like when you go to Starbucks and they ask you, do you want me to leave a quarter of it for the milk? And I go, no. And they look at you like you're from Mars. And I say, no, 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 I, I put, the, put all the coffee in there for the amount of money you're charging me for the coffee. I want all coffee. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, that's great. You really get a feel for the character, for the characters and yours personalities. This has been a great interview. <laughs> Thank you. I, I have been told, um, I've been given what I think I took as the supreme compliment that um, anybody who has uh, read the, the, the book has said that my voice comes right through and is very, very clear that uh, all the characters um, have their own voice. I, I worked very, very hard to make sure that they were very distinctive, that um, their speaking style was distinctive, that they, their approach to problems was very distinctive. Uh, and they meshed together 
uh, there's a group of uh, five of us uh, called the Yentas, and we get together every well, we. <laughs> I'm putting myself in the book already. Uh, <laughs> the main character and and uh, her compadres uh, get together every morning for coffee, and they uh, uh, gossip and talk about things, but they solve a lot of problems as well, and the companionship and the trust and the respect are the things that I really hope come through, even while you're laughing. Oh, that, that's great. And your characters sound absolutely fantastic. Thank you. So how can my snoops and sleuths follow you? Well, uh, I am on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter. And I, and I will tell you, candidly, I, I'm pretty new to um, social media and I, I'm just kind of feeling my way, but uh, I, I'm also on LinkedIn, which is something that a lot of authors are not, which I, I find kind of interesting because LinkedIn is, is just a, a fabulous place for, for people to meet. Uh, but I, I would have to say that uh, I, on Facebook, I do have my own um, author page. It's uh, Author Susie Black. And uh, those are the, the places that I think that I could be followed the, the most closely. And of course, uh, I, I don't have a, a newsletter yet, but I'm planning on doing it. And I, of course, will let everybody know when that is completed. And uh, I, I'm working on my website now. I'm, I'm not uh, quite done with it yet. but. Uh, once I have my website, that will also be a really good place for people to find me. That's great. And I'll be sure to include a link to your Facebook page on the show's notes. Fabulous. Wow, I've had so much fun talking with you and I can't believe we're already on the last question. Oh my. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun and I am having fun. This is the very first interview I have had, and I, I didn't really know what to expect, as you know, for all the questions I asked you, but um, you've made this very, very comfortable and, and uh, I've enjoyed myself. I, I hope that your followers will um, take a look at, at my, my book and, and uh, see if there's something that they would be interested in. Uh, the, the, one thing I would like to say, if that's all right, uh, is the, the series that I wrote is from a woman's point of view. There, there are other books that are out there um, written about the apparel industry, but there are only a few of us who write where the protagonist is a woman. And, and it's, it's something I'm very proud of. Well, you should be proud of that. That's awesome. Thank you. So here's our final question. Okay. What is one complaint your characters would have about you as an author? <laughs> I think there are probably two of them. I think <laughs> I don't listen to them right away until they're yelling and shouting and screaming, hey, stupid, do it this way. <laughs> the other thing is, I think that some of the characters would complain that I either may have made them too mean or too meek. Oh, I hear you on that one. It's kind of hard to find that balance sometimes. And listening to our characters, 
yeah, I, I'm right there with you where it's like, I wouldn't do it that way. I do it this way. Listen. <laughs> oh yeah. Mine are um, pretty vocal. Hey, stupid. Stop what you're doing. But <laughs> it's woken me up. Uh, and, you know, I, I guess I've had a dream or something about my characters and I'll get up in the middle of the night and just scribble something down, hoping that I can read my handwriting when dawn comes. <laughs> but, uh, as much as I hate to admit it, I would never admit it to the characters, 99.9% .9 of the time they're right. So I've learned to pay more attention to what they have to say. <laughs> At least your characters talk it out with you when you're wrong. With me, they tend to give me the silent treatment and I end up with writer's block. <laughs> oh no. And it's like, oh, come on. Just cause I gave you one wrong sentence <laughs> You're going to give me writer's block until I fix this? <laughs> sort of like being married. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have had so much fun talking with you. And I have enjoyed this thoroughly. Thank you very, very much. I, 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 I loved some of the questions. I, I really, really did it. It made me think in, in a way that um, maybe I hadn't thought about my book before. But uh, Death by Sample Size is definitely, um, it was a book created out of, out of love. Uh, this was uh, something that uh, it took some time, but I am as proud of it as I could possibly be. And I, I hope that uh, your followers will take a look at it. And I'm sure they will. Wonderful. Well, Snoops and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on The Cozy Sleuth. I'd like to thank my patrons, Regina, Cozy Cub, Dower Bear, and Patty Paul for keeping the show commercial free and growing. I'd also like to thank my coffee clutch for their contributions as well. If you'd like to be like Regina or my fellow podcasters, The Cozy Cub and Dower Bear and have your name mentioned on the show, Join me on my Patreon page at patreon.com slash thecozysleuth. Or you can sign up and be a part of my coffee clutch at coffee.com slash thecozysleuth. Details will be in the show's notes. As always, you can find me on Twitter at thecozysleuth, on Instagram at thecozysleuth, and now you can find us on Zazzle where there's a selection of great show apparel from a Keep Cozy t-shirt to a Keep Cozy thermos. You can find us there at zazzle.com slash mysticcozyproducts. Until next time, this is Leanna Shields saying, keep cozy. <laughs>